Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. I wanted to kind of go through the benefits and you might kind of work out why I've done it as I'm going through the benefits, but there are some kind of more personal reasons as to why I've done it. But let me go through the benefits of one versus the other, because if you are looking to sell a digital product, then you really do want to consider whether you're going to have an open or closed cart. You need to know whether you're going to have an open or closed cart because it really affects everything you do with that digital product. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 235. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? So this week, we're going to be talking about open and close cart. Now, you may or may not know what I mean, but I'm going to explain. It's all fine. But the reason we're going to talk about it is because I've changed my strategy recently with my own membership. And I want to talk about why that might be and what that means and why you might consider one over the other. So what what do I mean by open and close car? So the first thing I mean is this normally is a digital product thing. You wouldn't normally have this on a physical product, although it's not unheard of, I'm sure. Um... Was it Disney who used to put things in the vault so you couldn't buy all the films all year round? This is before the days of Disney Plus, uh, when my daughter was little and you had to buy the DVDs. Um, but yeah, they used to put things in the vault so it would make them exclusive. But anyway, so it does tend to be a digital product. So it tends to be either a course or a membership or a coaching program. And basically, closed cart means that it is not available all year round. So it's only available for certain periods of time. And it tends to be like twice a year or three times a year, maybe sometimes even once a year. If you take B-School from um, Marie Folio, I'm sure that's only once a year. 
Um, and it opens for like five days or seven days and then it closes again. And if you don't buy it at that point, you don't get access to it. So that's what a closed cart is. It's when it only opens for a set amount of time and it's not available all the time. An open cart, as I'm sure you can imagine, means you can buy at any point. So if it was Marie Borleo's B-School, you'd be able to buy it any day. You could rock up today and buy it if you wanted to. Tomorrow, the same. Three weeks later, the same. Six months later, the same. So I've recently moved from a closed cart over to a permanently open cart. And what I want to do is before explaining why I've done that, I wanted to kind of go through the benefits and you might kind of work out why I've done it as I'm going through the benefits, but there are some kind of more personal reasons as to why I've done it. But let me go through the benefits of one versus the other, because if you are looking to sell a digital product, then you really do want to consider whether you're going to have an open or closed cart. You need to know whether you're going to have an open or closed cart because it really affects everything you do with that digital product. So let's talk about benefits of having an open cart. Well, firstly, it's open all the time, which means anybody can join at any time, which means you're not limiting your income to certain times of the year, especially if it's a course like the pressure of selling a course Whereas I have a membership, so I get a retained amount per month. If it was just the course that I sold, the pressure for that time period would be immense. I don't think I could cope with that. So having an open cart means someone can buy it at any point, which for me feels much more with them in mind. Because if you are trying to seriously help people, and if it's not a course, so for instance, remember I did build my list live where I walked you through how to build your list from start to finish. And I did it live the first few. Well, obviously I had to open and close that cart because I was running it live. I couldn't have people joining at various times down the line. So you couldn't join four weeks after we'd done on a seven week thing or whatever it was. So that makes sense. But if it's if it's a, a product that is just there, then you're not being you know, it's not really helping people if you've got the product there and you're not willing to sell it to them. So that's the other thing. For me, an open much much seems much more accessible to your audience. It just feels a bit kinder to your audience. And the other thing with open is that you don't have to do a big song and dance. Once it's open, it's open. So it's not like you're having to plan your diary around all these launches or, you know, what's going to happen when. It's it's something that you can talk generally about it all the time. You can mention your product all the time and you don't need to worry about mentioning your product and you not being able to sell it or someone not being able to buy it. So that's a really nice benefit to having that open cart as well. And the fact of you can have income coming in all the time. So, you know, another benefit to an open car is that it's automated. So once you've set up an automation, which takes time, so I'm not going to make out like that's a five minute job because it's not. But once you've set up automations, then you can effectively automate most of the stuff. Now, if we all know in real life, that's not the truth. I'm not sat on a beach while I automate things and I make money while I sleep. If only, oh. And if it was that easy, I'd share it, I promise. But once you've got an automation, you have got things happening in the background that are constantly sort of filtering people through. Now, whether they filter people through to buy is another matter. And that is something that, you know, that is the tricky bit about having an open cart that you are going to have to tweak and change and move. And what might have worked for six months then might not work for the next six months or whatever. But the fact is, it is an automation to a degree. So let's take closed and have a look at some of the benefits of having a closed. So the benefits of having a closed is that 
you don't have to worry about selling. Like, now that, that's true or not true. Okay. So you don't have to worry as much about selling while it's closed, but you're always feeding into that funnel. So you're always trying to feed people into the funnel, but you're not having to actively sell while your thing's closed. The great thing from a marketing point of view about having a closed cart is it creates massive FOMO. Like it creates that fear of missing out. It creates scarcity. It creates they take action because people do need to have something to help them take action. Now, this is where the line gets a little bit fine. And I'll try not to deep dive too much on this now because I'll talk about it in a bit. But it's good to have some some kind of call to action that, that kind of makes people think, yeah, I want to do it. But the last thing that you want is to have this kind of, you know, if you don't take this now, you're never going to get it type guilt on you or like fear of missing out type thing. But but like I said, that's really helpful in the fact that when it's closed, it does create that, which then creates sales. Um, the other good thing about uh, the closed car is that you are doing it all at one point. You can make a real song and dance about it, which is really nice. So you've got an occasion that's coming up. So either it's like a challenge or it's a workshop or it's a webinar or whatever, but you are making a big thing about the car opening. It's all very exciting. Come and get this thing today. Whereas you don't have that with an open cart. When the cart's open all the time, it's just open all the time. Whereas when it's closed and it's coming up to open, you've got a big song and dance that you can kind of like promo. And then this might not feel like a benefit, but it kind of is of a closed cart, is that you could go hard on promo, but it's only for a very short amount of time. So if you don't like selling, which I don't think many of us do, then you only have to be like, bye, 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 bye for four days or five days. And then the doors close and you think, oh, thank God that's finished. And I have to say, I had that relief every time. So you might go crazy with all your emails and your posts and your social stuff and whatever. But once it's gone, you're like, great, I can just go back to talking about normal stuff. So let's have a look at kind of some of the negative bits of having an open car. Well, it kind of follows very nicely on the positives of a closed car. So there's no FOMO with an open car. And I've seen this in this last open that I've done. And I did a very quiet open. I didn't open it with a big, massive bang. I did do a masterclass. But if I'm honest, we were so busy doing the website and the branding and the quiz and we changed a load of things in the club. We added new levels that actually it left very little time to make a big launch. And I saw that in the number of sales I got because I didn't put that time and effort in. So it takes that time when you're doing a closed car to make, you've got to put time and effort into the launch. And if you don't, it won't do anything. But so not only did I, maybe I not put enough time and effort in because we're doing so many other things, but also I didn't have that FOMO because there was no close date. So there was no kind of you've got to get in now because X, Y, Z is going to happen. So having no close date, keeping it open all the time means that you struggle to get that FOMO, which means some of those people who are on the fence might just stay on the fence. It doesn't feel as exclusive. When you have an open car, it's like, oh, well, I don't need it yet. I'll go and get it later. And we know what happens is people get distracted and they forget and they do something else and they might not come and buy it from you. So it doesn't have exclusivity about it. It doesn't have that, oh my God, I've got to get it now because I'm not going to get a chance. And the other thing that is a negative is sometimes you can feel like you're overselling it, like you're constantly selling because, and I feel, I feel a little bit like this at the moment, but only because we've just opened the doors, 
But it's like, I've got to keep mentioning it because otherwise people will forget and people won't join. And it's flipping amazing. I'm not even kidding you. It's so good. And it's like $19 a month, which is insanely good value. Um, And I had someone come on the other day, actually, just as a side note, one of the new members came on and had been on a mindset call, which was really important to me that I included it for every level. And she messaged another member who she happens to know and was like, I didn't realize we'd have so much access to Teresa. I didn't realize that, you know, she would want to ask our opinion on things and we would stop and I would have conversations with them. And, and, you know, that's ace. I love that. You know, that's really, really good to hear from a new member. But anyway, sorry, by the by, but it feels like, you know, if you have it open all the time, you feel like you're constantly selling it all the time and that doesn't feel nice. But if you've got your automations right, then hopefully you don't have to sell it too much or your automations are selling it for you. Other negatives of open is that actually it takes more work. Like I know the funny thing about the closed is you've got to have a lot of energy and it's exhausting at the time and it feels very like emotionally wearing out. But you've constantly got to be doing things when it's open in order to ensure that you are feeding people in there all the time. So then let's look at the negatives for a closed cart scenario. It's hard work, super hard work. Like I said, you know, we did not have the time to put in the effort and energy that we should have done in this last cart open. And it reflects on that. So if you're not putting in like a whole ton of energy, and I don't know about anybody else, but it seems to be getting a bit harder as in Like I'm watching some big people and they're doing very inventive things. They're trying new things. They're doing lives that go on for hours and all this jazz, like putting on loads of masterclasses and, and it's a lot of work. It's exhausting, you know, and you're, it's hands on for everybody. Your team is all on, everyone's all on. And also it's, it's full on for the, for the people who are on your audience. So for instance, like, you know, there's all the emails you're going to be sending out. You're almost going to be like, bombarding them as it were with stuff. So it's not only exhausting for you, but it can be exhausting for your audience. The other thing that I feel is a con for, not as as in, I meant pro or con, not it's a con, is that I feel like when you do an open and close cart scenario, as in like you open it and then shut the doors again, I feel like what happens is that you can often have people join and then leave because they joined because of that FOMO, because they joined because of the, I've got to do it or otherwise I'm not going to get a chance to. I think the the problem you've got is that people join in haste because they don't want to miss out. And then you might find a drop off. So I know someone recently did a launch and within a matter of like seven days, she had, you know, maybe almost like 20% people want to leave. And that's not great. And I think that's because of the whole FOMO thing. I think that's because of like, they're going to miss out. They don't want to miss out. They join and then they go, oh, I didn't really mean to do that. And I've had that happen to me as well with an open close. So why have I gone from a closed cart where I only open it twice a year, which is all I did, to a fully open, you can join me at any time, which quite honestly scares me to death, if I'm honest. Because like I said, this is not an easy route to go down. I got concerned that some of the strategies that we use in the online space are not the nicest strategies. Now, I am not going to put myself up there with some of the worst because I am certainly not by any stretch of the imagination. There are people far, far worse than me in terms of some of the tactics they use. But I just, and I didn't think I was ever that bad, but I just didn't even want to take the risk. I didn't even want to put myself anywhere near some of those people. And 
And I see it. Like I see all the tactics. I see all the things that all the people do. And I just thought there's got to be a different way. There's got to be a different way that I can sell a product that is amazing to people who really need it and make a difference to them and their lives and not feel like I'm selling my soul to the devil or not feel like I am using over-marketing-y, underhandy ways of doing things. And like I said, I never felt that I was that bad and I really don't think I was. I think I'm probably being very over, not critical, but you know what I mean? I'm really kind of looking into this more than most people would. I just wanted to distance myself from that as much as possible. So for me, the way I could do that was to go to an open cart, was to move away from the tactics like you're going to miss out if you don't join or you get this bonus if you hurry up and join now. And like I said, I'm not even saying that they're bad tactics. I'm just saying that some people use them to a degree that I just think. And and like I said, you know, go back a year or so ago and I was doing it and I, you know, and I agreed with it and probably taught it. And But I just think as time's moved on, I just feel a bit more like, I want to be much more inclusive. I want to give you the opportunity to join when you want to join. I hope (laughs) that my marketing will stand out and that I can do it in a way that is not salesy or sleazy and is not overselling, but that I'm here for when people need me. And it feels like a nice, fair way to do it. It feels like having the car open all the time. There's a couple of like, Oh, I was about to say, there's very few people I look up to in this industry, and that sounds a bit mean. But one of the people I do, one of the people, two of the people I do look up to, who I think are excellent morally, ethically, product-wise, are the membership guys. They are just brilliant, and they have a cart open all the time, and they don't, you know, they avoid the sort of sleazy, salesy tactics. And like I said, I don't feel like I ever really went that far, but... I like, it's like when you're so desperate not to be something that you go to the complete other end. That's kind of how I feel I'm going at the moment. So that's why I have decided to do this. I have made my life more difficult. There is no doubt about that. Uh, We are setting up different automations for different things. So if you've done the quiz, if you haven't done the quiz, do the quiz, it's ace. But a lot of work went into the quiz in order to identify what part of the membership would be right for you. The memberships had a tweak to be, basically provide so much value And there's a lower price, which makes me nervous because, you know, people assume low price, a load of rubbish, and that couldn't be further from the truth in my case. Um, So again, I'm going to have to get my long brain of, you know, I've worked in marketing a long, long time. I'm smart. I know this stuff. I know what to do. And I'm just going to have to start now really thinking about that and really making sure that I'm doing the things that that are, are right. And I'm enabling people to find me and want to buy under their own steam. I don't like the thought of someone who's like, oh, I've got to buy because I'm the only one who's going to be not in there. That's not a reason to buy. That is absolutely not a reason to buy. We have an amazing community and I feel when people can't stay or they are done and, you know, and then one of the things they miss the most is a community and being part of that world, you know, and things like, you know, you get to come to my birthday parties because we're having an online birthday party and, you know, and I love that, but that's not a FOMO thing. That's a, like, I just like hanging out with people who are in my world, which I genuinely do. I think, you know, my members are cool. So anyway, there we go. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the benefits and the differences of open and closed cart. And I wanted to give you an idea as to why I've changed 
to what I have changed to in terms of having a completely open car. So it's open. Whether you listen to this the week it comes out or whether you listen to this in six months time, it's still open. I'm still there and I'm still waiting for you. And actually, that's one other thing I just want to touch on before I finish is for me, I've had my membership now three years and in three years time, you will probably, not probably, you will definitely find me still doing my membership and doing the programs I do and helping the people the way I help them because I love what I do. And I think when I see people and when I've worked with people who do things as a money making exercise, they pivot, they change, they bring in things, they drop things, they, you know, start a thing, they stop a thing. And I think there's something really, really reassuring in having something open all the time and being confident that I am going to be providing it for a very long time to come. I think that's a really nice thing. And again, when I think about the membership guys, they've changed their name actually to the membership geeks. So uh, in case you're thinking, who are they? You know, they're the same. They've had their membership for a long time and I can't ever see them doing anything else. And that's the kind of person I am and want to be seen as, not the person that thinks, oh, I can make loads of money doing this. I'm just going to do this. So there we go. That's today's episode. Next week, we have got a brilliant interview with Kylie. Now, just as a quick one, actually, I'm trying to reduce the length of the interviews that I do because I've got some feedback from some of you and I'd love to hear from more of you about, you do like these shorter episodes, like this one's coming in at about 25 minutes, probably by the time I finish. And you do like shorter episodes just because you can do it on a school run or whatever. And although the hour ones are nice, they can be a bit long. So I said to Kylie, right, I'm shortening my episodes. So, you know, I'm aiming around 30 minutes and we talk too much. So I am aiming to reduce them, but I'm not going to stop them just for the sake of stopping them. So if it's a good conversation, then I'm going to keep it going. And this one was, it's all about how we made the quiz, what the quiz does, why you need a quiz, all that good stuff. So uh, that's coming at you next week. Have a wonderful week. If you do want to go check out the club, I would love that. And I'd love to welcome you in. Have a lovely week and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 